Victory 91.5. Good morning. I'm Quincy. This is Q in the morning and hanging out together on your Wednesday. Appreciate the opportunity to be here. All the different ways that you can listen, whether that be over the air in Atlanta and North Georgia on 91.5 FM, or if you're joining folks in over 200 countries and all 50 states online at victory.radio or through the More Music app, that's M-O-R, the More Music app. You can also tell Alexa, play Victory 91.5. So we don't take it lightly that you have all the different ways that you can be joined in with us as we worship the Father in music, in the Word, and in prayer. I'm going to take you into the Word right now. We're going to go to 2 Corinthians 12, 9. But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Mm. Yeah, the grace of God is more than enough. It is sufficient in all circumstances. Lean into his grace through faith today. What does that mean to you? Reach out to us at victory.radio. There's a contact us tab up top, and it'll take you to a page that gives you a blue message us now button. Let us know how good God's grace is. You can also request prayer. You can also give praise reports. You can reach out to us through social media on Facebook and Instagram at victory91.5. You can also find me on Instagram, Q, on victory91.5. Love to hear from you. Love the opportunity to minister with you and worship the Father. Thanks for making Victory 91.5 part of your morning. I'm Quincy. Thanks so, so much. It is definitely a privilege to have the opportunity to be with you and That was Cody Carnes talking about what freedom feels like. You know, sometimes when you really think back about how his love crashed into our lives, how his grace washes over us to take every wrong and make it right. We were lost, but his love came to find us. Blind until he showed us our victory. We were bound until he made us free. And now... We get to be alive, and this is what freedom feels like. Get that Jesus joy out of that freedom, amen? Community-supported, listener-funded Victory 91.5. That was the Helsers with I Am Your Beloved here on Q in the Morning. I'm Quincy, and now it's time for me to take you over the edge. If you haven't been over the edge with me here on this broadcast, then, uh, well, you're in for a treat. (laughs) It's normally just a fun story or something outside the mainstream or a world record or something that just makes you go, hmm. Well, this one, in fact, has kind of been in the mainstream because it's such an interesting story. But I thought I'd share it with you anyway, just in case you hadn't seen it or heard it. Apparently, the Mona Lisa was attempted to be defaced uh, recently. 
This was uh, last weekend, actually. It was smeared with a pastry by a man disguised as an elderly lady at the Louvre in Paris. According to the video footage of the incident that was shared on Twitter by a guy named Luke, um, 20-year-old, apparently, this witness was there checking out the famous Leonardo da Vinci painting and uh, filmed the attack by a man who jumped up from a wheelchair and covered the protective glass over the artwork in cream. So according to the tweet, the man also threw rose petals around the scene before being escorted away by security. Well, the statement from the museum representative added that the person smeared the painting's glass cover with a pastry that he had hidden in his personal effects. It had no effect on the painting, which suffered no damage. Well, at least there's that. Now, according to a translation by Sky News, the person in the video said, Think of the planet. There are people who are destroying the planet. Think about that. That's why I did it. Now, this was smearing a pastry on the protective glass and throwing around rose petals, apparently, um, at the Mona Lisa to, to have us think about the planet. Now, he was later arrested and placed into psychiatric care. Good move. <laughs> uh, they're going to check into this attempt to vandalize a cultural work. The office immediately uh, is not releasing details on their investigation or uh, the possible charges for this guy. But apparently it's not the first time that the famed Mona Lisa has been the center of someone trying to get their 15 minutes of fame. Uh, that has previously been the center of um, this kind of thing when a museum employee stole it in 1911, later doused with acid while it was on display in 1950, which is why it's now kept behind glass. Um, in the 2009 incident, a Russian woman who was frustrated at not being able to get French citizenship threw a ceramic cup at the painting, and it did not harm the artwork. And this guy decided to try it with a pastry on the glass. So I thought that was over the edge. At least it didn't go over the edge of the, the covering, the protection, and onto the actual painting. There's, there's that, and that's over the edge. Don't give up. He's better. Better than anything this world has to offer. Better than anything the enemy tries to use to deceive, to divide or devour. Our God is better and he will show up better than you think. That's Brian and Katie Torwalt with Wouldn't It Be Like You here on Victory 91.5. Thanks for hanging out with me here on your Wednesday. We're breaking into the 8 o'clock hour already. And it's time to get into the Word and get into some prayer. And I'm going to go into Romans 10. There's a lot of good stuff in this chapter. I'm going to jump around a little bit. So, uh, verse 3 is where we're going to start. For they don't understand God's way of making people right with himself. Refusing to accept God's way, they cling to their own way of getting right with God by trying to keep the law. For Christ has already accomplished the purpose for which the law was given. As a result, all who believe in him are made right with God. We'll move ahead to verse 8. And that message is the very message about faith that we preach. 
If you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is by believing in your heart that you are made right with God. And it is by openly declaring your faith that you are saved. He goes on to quote some scripture here. In verse 11, it says, As the scriptures tell us, anyone who trusts in him will never be disgraced. Jew and Gentile are the same in this respect. They have the same Lord who gives generously to all who call on him. For everyone, in verse 13, for everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Verse 14, but how can they call on him to save them unless they believe in him? And how can they believe in him if they've never heard about him? And how can they hear about him unless someone tells them? And how will anyone go and tell them without being sent? And that's why the scriptures say, how beautiful are the feet of messengers who bring the good news. Well, we got some beautiful feet around here. <laughs> we love to proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ. And you want what we have. You want the joy as your strength from the Lord. You want that eternal life in this kingdom family. It is better than anything else you can imagine. So, trust in him, believe in him, accept him as your savior, proclaim him, and you will be saved. You will be born again. I'd love for you to pray with me if this is your first time and you're thinking, yes, I want some of that. This is gonna be the prayer for you. If you're wanting to get back home, if you wanna rededicate your life right now, declare this with me. And even if you just want to proclaim that Jesus is Lord today and, and pray along with all of these folks that are getting ready to be part of your family, you go ahead and go with us too. God, have mercy on me. I understand that I am a sinner. I am unworthy in myself. Today, by faith, I accept that Jesus is my savior. I repent of my sins. I accept that Jesus died, was buried, and God got him up from the grave for me to eliminate my sin, to give me his relationship with you, God. From this day on, I live my life for you, God. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Today and forevermore, I declare in the name of Jesus that heaven is my home and I am yours, God. In Jesus' name, amen. If you've prayed that for the first time, welcome to the family. We'd love to connect with you and celebrate with you. If you're rededicating, same goes for you. Go to victory.radio, click that contact us button up at the top. It'll take you to a page that gives the contact information of messaging us with a blue button there or the phone number or any of the other ways that you can connect. We'd love to hear the praise report 
of you coming to Jesus. And we'd also love to plug you in to a church in your area. Victory 91.5, that's Daystar with Leland and their song, Praise Him, here on the Sound of Revival. Did you know, on this date, in 165 AD, that's about 130 years after Jesus was raised from the dead, an early Christian apologist named Justin was beheaded with his disciples for their faith. And just before his death, he said, if we're punished for the sake of our Lord Jesus Christ, we hope to be saved. I'd rather, he said, I know we'll be saved, but the sentiment is the same. He was willing to die for the sake of Jesus Christ. Now, not long after, many Christians started calling him Justin Martyr. And that event took place on this day in 165 A.D. You know, sometimes I do think about what would I do if I was given the choice between proclaiming that Jesus is Lord and my life. I'm living toward knowing that I would give everything for Jesus. We make that choice daily through the power of the Holy Spirit that Jesus is our everything, no matter what the cost. No matter what the enemy does, we have a shield, a savior, a redeemer. This world hasn't got anything for you worth anything. But Jesus, he is everything. Where does our help come from? It comes from the Lord. That's Blanca, and it's uh, run to the river. You know, that river of the water that doesn't run dry where we get to soak in his promises and his presence. We don't have to worry about where the money's coming from or trying to be everybody's sunshine, as the song said, or about our own halo, because we can't keep that thing straight anyway. It's the power in me that is my confidence. It's our help that comes from the Lord. That strength that comes from his joy. We don't drown in it. We let his love pour over us and flow through us. That's why we keep going back to the river. Don't have to be stressed. Don't have to be worried. Don't have to keep our head down. We can walk in power as we come out of his presence. As we take his presence with us. How about let's say it that way. The Holy Spirit is with us. We can lean on the Father in his everlasting arms and drink of that water that never runs dry because of what Jesus did for us, because we are part of a forever kingdom family. The power in me, that is my confidence. That was a great, great reminder from the latest anointed worship here on Victory 91.5. Love that one from Cain. It's called Come Forth. Step into the power of Christ. Amen. 
what you're looking at this morning, asking you about who you're following, who you're liking, all of that stuff on social media. Now, I've got a friend, Pastor Grant Hardwick, who posted uh, recently about the parable of the mustard seed and what it teaches us. Now, again, Cain just was telling you about coming forth into the power of God. This one gives you some things to think about. Now, Pastor Hardwick said, don't miss this about the parable of the mustard seed. It says, number one, things are not as they appear and things are not as they will be. Number two, God uses small things to do great things. He uses the seemingly insignificant to do his most significant work. And then number three from this social media post said, his work shall succeed in spite of hostility and opposition. All very good points about the parable of the mustard seed from Pastor uh, Grant Hardwick. But I would also add that the size of the seed teaches us some things as well, but not to look past the fact that a seed grows. So there are many opportunities that the Lord gives us to grow our faith and step into that power that the song was just talking about. And also these great points about the parable of the mustard seed. Victory 91.5 satisfied by Todd Delaney. That's a that's a really good one to remember is that we are satisfied in Jesus. He provides everything we need. I'm going to take you to Galatians 1 verse 10. For I am now not seeking the favor of man, <laughs> or am I seeking of God, or am I striving to please men? If I were still trying to please men, I would not be a servant of Christ. Well, let's say it a little simpler from another translation. It says, obviously, I'm not trying to win the approval of people, but of God. If pleasing people were my goal, I would not be Christ's servant. So no matter what anybody says, no matter what anybody else does, everything we say or do must be about Jesus and advancing the kingdom for his glory. Is that what we're doing today? Are we putting God's agenda above ours of trying to please other people? That's what we should be doing. So Father, in the name of Jesus, give us the love of John, the boldness of Peter, the wisdom of Solomon, the heart of Mary, and then all of these, your followers, make us more and more like Jesus.